Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. The following takes place between 6 a.m. and 8 a.m. I miss that. Yeah, me too. So I thought I'd bring it back, at least for a day. Yeah. Remember how great 24 was in the beginning? Yes. And then they had to go all apologist on us. Woke. Woke. Ah! Mm-hmm. It happens so often. Three seasons. Yeah. They had three great yeah. seasons, and then... And then they're apologizing for anybody b- being a terrorist yeah, there were- uh, who happened to be Muslim. Uh, they're apologizing for climate change. I mean, it was like, okay. It was a show of diminishing returns with uh-huh. each season that followed. I just frankly dropped it after all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix, though, this is kind of interesting. Netflix is planning the most expensive uh, streaming show ever. And I guess it's a 24 sort of thing, Twenty, maybe a born identity. It's it's a spy show. $220 million they spent on it. Ooh. $220 million comes out in two months. Uh, and they said that, that it's a little bit troubled. The production is troubled, usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when that happens, when they start saying that kind of stuff, uh-huh. it usually means it's over. Plus, huh. Netflix is going through some tough times. Yeah, they laid off 150 full-time Netflix employees. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, this was last it? week. This past, okay. The company has cut another 70 workers from its animation studio. Don't even know if that's... Counted in the 150, so it could be, you know, 220. Mm-hmm. They also let go of 60 to 70 contractors working for Netflix's social media and publishing channels, including Strong Black Lead. Wait, there's not. Wait, the show Strong Black Lead is yeah, going away. It is, it is, and get this: Asian American focused Golden. Oh. <laughs> Latinx focused Con Toto. No, come on. I was really counting yeah, on Contoto. Yeah, me Con too. Toto. All three of these. How often have we talked about Contoto, though? Oh, off air? Over and over and over and over. I can't even begin to add the minutes. And then you got the LGBTQQIA2 plus focused most. And that's, that's gone too. What? <laughs> what kind All of... four of those? Hatred from Netflix do we have to tolerate here? Huh. I am beside myself. <laughs> you and me both. Wow. Okay, well. I, I don't take kindly to that announcement at mm-hmm. all. Didn't care for that? Not at all. Mm, well, happy Tuesday to y- us, you know? Mm-hmm. Ugh. I do love the fact, though, that uh, the national average for gasoline stayed the same as yesterday. <laughs> That's a first in a while. But at a bargain price? Bargain four fifty nine per gallon. Wow! Look at us. Look at that. So, holding steady. Huh. <laughs> you know, next stop, a dollar a gallon. Well, not the very next stop. <laughs> Just stay on the train for a while. We'll get there. Right. So get there. A dollar a gallon more mm-hmm. will be happening soon, I'm sure. I wish there were some ways we could uh, save some money on gas. Uh, actually, Chris huh? Cruz had posted. What? Chris Cruz, our very own, posted some tips. Okay. On how you might be able to save on gas. <laughs> Check your tires. Okay. Sure. Reduce your speed. Yeah, no. Avoid lots of starts and stops. Okay. Get rid of extra weight. Okay, no more Jeffy rides. Right. And don't vote for Democrats. <laughs> Good stuff, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Good point. That's how we do it. I mean, Biden got stuck in many ways yesterday or the, and the day before, but one of the ways he got stuck was talking about gas prices. 
Uh, is it the oil company's fault? No. Mm-mm. Is it Putin's fault right now? No. Mm, no. So yesterday, Joe said the quiet part out loud. <laughs> he sort of mentioned that this is a uh, deliberate transition. Listen to this. When it comes to the gas prices, uh, we're going through an incredible transition that is taking oh. place that God willing, when it's over, will be stronger and the world will be stronger and less relying on fossil fuels huh? when this is over. You imagine that? Yeah. As we're in the middle of this thing, where people are being driven to bankruptcy by the price of gasoline. That's a fact. He has the nerve, the unmitigated gall to make this about climate change bullcrap and switching to renewable energy of some kind? He admitted it. Yes, he did. That's, we have... It shows you how much they love this and what their agenda is. Mm -hmm. They don't give a rat's anus about you. Yeah. Not, not one rat's anus. Not one rat's anus. Not one. Not even the one. Uh Uh-uh. So, I mean, this is a deliberate uh, squeeze on... ...our God-given natural resources. And he loves it. They secretly love it. That they refuse to tap. And actually, it's not so secretly that they love it now. Mm -hmm. He's even speaking it out loud. The White House is always having to walk this guy's stuff back. Yeah. Always. I mean, you've got an administration, and this isn't breaking news, full of Marxists at all the controls in all their departments, and everybody at the same time is turning the key. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately for them, every now and then that information gets back to Joe, and then he says it out loud. (laughs) He's so stupid. He's so stupid. Uh, and senile. Uh-huh. Yeah. So not only was it the gas thing, but the other day, I think this was Monday, when he talked about, no, I mean Sunday. When was this? When well, he it's spoke Asia. about the It's Asia. They're ahead the of The Taiwan so situation. messed up, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, like, if they, right. it's hard to say what time. <laughs> so overnight, Sunday night into Monday morning, he's talking about Taiwan and China. Yeah. And who knows what side of the international timeline they're on. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> It's not my problem. Could have been six weeks ago. Here's the important part. He stands up and says that the U.S. military would intervene to defend Taiwan in the case of any attack from China. And he, the reporter sort of followed up and he said, yeah, that's what we've, that's what we've agreed to. Huh. Okay, so you're alerting China that we're about to go to war with them because, believe it or not, they're going. They're going to try to take Taiwan back soon. And so he's telling them, yeah, you're going to you're going to be fighting us. We're going to send our military over there. Well, of course, then the White House has to go into overdrive, overdrive trying to Oh no. trying to walk his garbage back. Oh no, was there some poor phrasing in there the was spe- some, oh, y- Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing there simply was is is that <laughs> there was some poor phrasing. Uh asked during the briefing though on Monday. I mean, he was really clear about it. Yes, we're going to defend Taiwan militarily. It's a commitment we made. Okay. Uh, He also went into, I mean, this doesn't even make sense. We agree with the one China policy? Well, if that's the case, why would you you defend them militarily? Wow. This is our problem here. The contradictory foreign policy here that, yes, we have a treaty with Taiwan that we will defend them. And also, we're... uh, Placating China with their one China bullcrap. Well, you know what the one China f- policy is? 
it's that Taiwan is theirs. There's only one China, mm-hmm. and it's it's the mainland China. Taiwan is part of that. Well, you're not even making sense. He said, we agree with the one China policy. We signed on to it and all the attendant agreements made from there. But the idea that that it can be taken by force, just taken by force, it's just not it's just not appropriate. It will dislocate the entire region it's and not. be another action similar to what happened in Ukraine. Uh-huh. It's a burden that's even stronger, he said. Hmm. Then he said... Oh, no, no, he's still talking? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bro, go to bed. Uh, he actually said this prior to all of that when he said, uh, <clears throat> our U.S. policy toward Taiwan <clears throat> has not changed at all. No. <laughs> okay. Then the president reiterated the U.S.'s one China policy and its commitment under the Taiwan Relations Act to provide Taiwan with the military means to defend itself. Okay. So the White House is trying to do damage control now. And uh, now that's not a, that's not exactly what he meant. Okay. Uh, what he meant was, you know, we'll help them uh, with some really serious moral support. We might even have people stand on street corners and uh, hold up posters. Mm. No. Mm. Seriously, if you're that's what they'll do. Taiwan, you're just like <clears throat> oh, uh, it, I, I have no idea what what to expect from America. If you're anybody that we have a treaty with, mm-hmm. can you trust a single thing that we say under this regime? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, uh, over in that part of the world, uh, you know, Joe Biden's headed home right now. He's in the air, um, and uh, <clears throat> just as he left, uh, Chinese and Russian warplanes uh, entered South Korea's air defense zone without notice so that just happened moments ago jeez so it's and it's because he's so weak yeah and befuddled that everybody's emboldened now to do whatever they want why wouldn't why wouldn't you be oh yeah uh filled with confidence that the united states is not going to do anything about it i i would be yep (sighs) this guy is gonna be the death of us uh, I mean, that's not figurative. No, it is not. I mean, that is... He he literally could be. And one of the things that is really critical is this upcoming midterm election. We've got to replace the Democrats in Congress with Republicans, and they've got to get... they got to regain major, the majority. And even then, I don't know that it's going to be great. It's certainly not going to be Nirvana afterwards. But it could help. They yeah. could stop some of this stuff. But we got monkeypox, and so uh, you know you don't want to go out and vote. You want to, you know, go mail it in or go to a. Box oh, you know what we need is uh, are those drop boxes. Drop boxes. Yeah, uh, that's what we need because you know the risk of exchanging <laughs> bodily fluids with fellow voters when you're standing so in line. Wait, no, it's high. Remember? You're oh, the, I was thinking of the, the drop box. It's really low. Yeah, at the with drop, the drop box. box. Yeah. So yeah, because if you go wait in line. To vote, I mean, the odds of you... Oh, you'll almost certainly get it. Sure. Because usually, don't you have sex when you're in line to vote? To vote? No. Yeah. Oh, you don't? No, not to vote. Oh, wow. No. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> you had to clarify that one. Yeah. Think for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- this I is... see a lot of people throw down in line uh, when they're lining up to vote. Well, I mean, you've got a lot of time, like places <laughs> like, say, Disney World. And Disney uh-huh. World would encourage that, so I don't know if that's oh, really yeah, a joke. Love they'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, we thought it was going to be a new 
uh, variant mm-hmm. of of COVID that they were going to ramp up in time. Remember, I said look for July because that's when they're going to be prepping the ballots and all that stuff for the for the midterm, you know, November elections. Well, uh, they yep. decided to go ahead and uh, say no, no, just kidding. It's, it's a monkeypox. So you yeah. don't you don't want to get like bumps all over your body. So you don't. You can't go stand in line. I and seriously vote. don't want that. I don't. <laughs> that, that is gross. That is really nasty. That is. Uh, oh, now, but this is how propaganda works. This is how you craft a message. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that the pictures online, time and time and time again over the last few days, it's been a picture of somebody's hand and it's all these gnarly we- you yes. know, bumps and hives. Mm-hmm. And then there's another picture. It's it's hives from a previous news story. They're literally just copying <laughs> and pasting hives oh. and saying, "Look at monkeypox." Look at okay. So there is now. That's from that guy in Massachusetts, right? That's uh, on lockdown. I think. Oh, hey, is that right, Rob? Nasty. Yeah, that's gross. I don't want that. So, uh-uh. yeah, yep. So that's the that's the dude in Massachusetts from late last week. Okay. And that's what'll happen if you stand in line to vote. Okay. So that's why you got. That's why we need the drop boxes or a mule. Get your own mule. That they will gladly come and pick up your ballot and, and mm. carry it for you. Mm-hmm. They'll even fill it out for you if you're, you know, now if your true. hand is sore. Yeah. Maybe you have a little arthritis. Yeah. Let me do that for. I'll get that for you. Don't uh-huh. worry about it. Who'd you want? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I did it. Yep. Uh, you don't need to look at it. I, I got it taken care of. That just takes too long. Let's get it right to the poll. But I want to check and see. Let's get it right to the right to the Dropbox. I want to see if if you wrote in the name <laughs> ah, that I wanted. Just put it away in the envelope. Now oh. he can't open it or it won't be accepted. Sorry. <laughs> dang it. Oh, ah, darn. Dang, oh, dang it. Well, at least I didn't get the monkeypox. Right. <laughs> Golly. We're it's frightening. Done, man. We are done isn't it's frightening if they i swear if they try this lockdown business again mm. and people go along with it i mean you just don't even deserve freedom at that point no if you mm. if you honestly if you wear a mask mm-hmm. or accept a, a monkey pox vaccine or accept being locked down over this stuff you just go away if yeah. we don't deserve anything you get what you deserve mm-hmm let me tell you about iTarget Pro. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted, police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. It's a revolutionary system that allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime, anywhere you want. In, in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range. And with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket. Uh, if you can even find it at all, you're going to save a ton. Just download iTarget's proprietary app. Load the laser bullet into your firearm. Start your training. iTarget Pro helps you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, virtually everything you need to be a marksman. And you can teach your kids in the comfort and, and privacy and safety of your own home. iTarget Pro it comes in all the major calibers including 223, so you can stay sharp with your AR. Go to itargetpro.com right now. You'll get 10% off, plus free shipping. When you use the offer code PAD, makes a great gift for Father's Day, and it's less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter I, then targetpro.com. itargetpro.com, offer code PAD.
This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, okay, so the CDC is investigating more monkeypox cases. Mm. <laughs> Yay! Mm-hmm. Uh, they're investigating four suspected cases of monkeypox in the United States. Four. Mm. All of the cases are in men and related to travel, and there's no evidence the virus has changed to become more contagious. What they're saying is it's passed many times, apparently, through sex. And uh, the CDC has been warning homosexuals to be careful on this because more homosexuals are infected than than hetero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't they? And that's apparently a bad thing to say. I'm sorry. If it's fact, it's fact. Did I read that they tracked it back to two parties or something? Mm-hmm. Two? Okay, yeah. Two rave parties. Rave party. There. In Europe. Country's first case was confirmed last week. Uh, it was some man in Massachusetts. The uh, suspected cases under investigation include one in New York City, one in Florida, two in Utah. While additional cases are anticipated, officials noted there's no evidence that the virus is spreading widely in the country and added that the U.S. has a stockpile of vaccines available to uh, close for close contact of uh, people who are infected. So if, if <clears throat> you're going to be around people who have been infected, you can get the you can get the smallpox vaccine. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that has been shown I guess to be about 85% effective. Yeah. And and so they said um what was that? Not spreading? Not. Spreading widely throughout right. the country? Mhm. It's good to know. Mhm. Isn't it? But so don't these... start using this as an, as an excuse to shut things down again. Don't do it. Well, all these people though, you left out uh, stood in line to vote, and so that made them high risk. Okay, yes. The four people that caught it. Yeah, did they? they? Were, yeah, they were standing in line to vote, and so that's why you don't want to. Well, that's why you need a drop box. Yeah. How many times have we said it, Keith? You need a drop box. Drop box, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we asked a question uh, uh, on yesterday's show, and Pat had Dad Bod Blog sent this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he found from a good story. Scientific American. I was vaccinated against smallpox 40 years ago. Am I still protected? Okay, good question. Edward Jenner, the English physician who first developed the smallpox vaccine in 1796. Mm-hmm. Right? 1796! Huh. Believed the vaccination caused a fundamental change. So it started in 1796, and we eradicated it in 1980. Took about took, took a almost two hundred years. Because you remember that scene <clears throat> from uh, John Adams, where mm-hmm. he's laying on that bed, and and he he <clears throat> gives a little small amount of it to himself. Oh so yeah, he get inoculated. He's yes, just laying there miserable. So mm-hmm. that was about twenty years because he was over in Europe trying to get money for the war. Right. So about twenty years later, they come up with this cat's uh, formula. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. So uh, it's believed. <clears throat> the vaccination caused a fundamental change in personal constitution and would lead to lifelong immunity to smallpox. Unfortunately, that's proven incorrect. Oh, no. What? It is now clear that immunity wanes over time. Exactly how long the vaccine confers protection is hard to assess. Immunity to smallpox is believed to rest on the development of neutralizing antibodies levels of which decline five to ten years after vaccination. Uh This has never been satisfactorily determined, though. Mm -hmm. And because smallpox has been eradicated in the wild, correlating antibody levels 
with uh, susceptibility is not possible. <clears throat> well, that's not promising. Mm, no. However. Oh, wait. Oh, there's more. Vaccination 40 years ago, even if not currently protective against smallpox disease, may offer some protection against a fatal outcome. Hmm. Mm. Study of smallpox cases imported uh, into non-endemic countries found that mortality was 52% among the unvaccinated, okay. 11% among those vaccinated and more than 20 years earlier, and 1.4% <laughs> of those vaccinated within 10 years. Oh, boy. So it goes down yeah. precipitously. Hmm. Therefore, vaccination 40 years ago most likely does not confer protection against an infection, but it may help prevent a fatal outcome. Okay. Kind of the same thing they're telling us now about cor- coronavirus uh-huh. and that vaccine. Huh. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody's so thankful that they're fully, fully vaccinated because it would have been so much worse right. if not. Right. right, but the smallpox story you just read, if I heard correctly, it sounds like within 10 years you've got a... 99% survival rate. Yeah. If I heard that correctly. Yeah, let's see. All right, because right. you said the 1.4%. Yeah. But with the uh, COVID vaccine, that timeline is sped up considerably. Yeah. As far as protection. It's like you're by the time you're out in the parking lot after getting your uh, COVID vax, it's like your uh, survivability rate drops down by half. It's what it feels like. It does. It does feel that way. Yeah, it's 1.4%, so you'd be yeah. 98.6% that you wouldn't die. But do you, tr- honestly though, do you trust <clears throat> anything that they're no. offering on anything I really right don't. now? I really don't. I don't trust them. It's really sad. Two years true. ago, I trusted just general vaccines that had a specific purpose <clears throat> and had a proven track record. Now, after the two-year debacle, I don't trust anything. I don't trust anything. Well, yeah, I was actually enthused about the effort that Trump was making toward the vaccine. I was excited about it. I thought, yeah, I'm, let's do this. And I fully intended to to get the vaccine. And then it rolled out, and there were weird, thing, weird things every single day. And it was a turnoff. It was a turnoff? What? A little bit you of mean, a turnoff. Having uh, spasms and stuff. On, yeah. yeah that, and that, the heart you, problems. Heart stuff. And the blood clots yeah. and all of those things. Huh. Hey, kind of a turnoff to me. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, completely, completely unrelated to what we're talking about right now, the uh, Brooklyn Half Marathon over the weekend <clears throat> where uh, a 32-year-old healthy man uh, collapsed and died and 16 people were hospitalized with heart issues. Um, huh. That was weird because these that are is like weird. athletes that you know can run. And yeah, and they've been training. Sure. Huh. And then this happens, and again, I don't know why I felt the need to talk about that. It's a weird right non sequitur. I apologize really. for interrupting. You were Jeez. talking about your uh, huh. your hesitancy toward the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So I, I, you can create a monkeypox thing. You can update the smallpox thing. You can do whatever you want. I don't care. I'm not rolling up my sleeve. I'm just mm-hmm. not doing it. Mm-hmm. And if you want to ostracize me from society, do your best. I whatever. I just don't care. Let's say they come up with a separate monkeypox vaccine, and monkeypox is spiraling out of control. Would you consider that vaccine? No. No. Okay. No. So from now on, no vaccines. I don't know. I mean, I I I got a tetanus shot. You know. Uh, yeah. Kind of recently. Mm-hmm. What happens when you? Chop off your fingers. Yeah, when well, you're as clumsy as yeah. you are. You... But something like that, mm-hmm. 
that that I was fine with two years ago. Yeah. Now. Now, not so much. I, I'm I'm still gonna get it. I'm just gonna ask a lot of questions. But this new stuff, never. Because when they were developing this thing, I said on this show repeatedly, I'm not <clears throat> gonna roll up my sleeve for this thing in the early stages for sure. Mm -hmm. And wow, look at this. It looks like it was the right call. At least I'm comfortable with it. My family's comfortable mm -hmm. with that decision. Mm -hmm. Now they're going to do the same blueprint. I guarantee you they're going to try. This. We're going to get out of this week from Davos with these people talking about their next their next plans for us. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this, man. I'm not playing this game with them on these mm. new creations. I don't trust these people as far as I can throw them, and I'm not getting anything that they prescribe for me. How far do you think you could throw them? Which one? That Klaus is kind of overweight. That one, that's hernia-inducing. Yeah, what about the Yuval guy? Uh, oh, I could take him. Yeah. Oh, I could take him and yeah. toss him. Yeah, he seems like a weenie. Mm -hmm. uh, a real wuss cake. <laughs> wuss cake, that's good. Mix that in more often, mm -hmm. would you? All right. <laughs> I just in don't fact, trust these people. Let's play that guy, because I think we need to feature him, like, every day. Mm. Uh, the guy from the WEF, uh, the World Economic Forum... And all the garbage that was spilling out of his that face. That two-minute montage from yesterday, yeah. Rob, if you can find it. Uh, if you have it, uh, go ahead and hit us with that mm -hmm. because it's really chilling. Yeah. I, I don't know that I've ever seen any of these elites, any of these globalists, be this honest yeah. about what yeah. their intentions are. COVID is critical because this is what convinces people COVID's to accept, to legitimize. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Total biometric surveillance. Mm. Did you want to stop this epidemic? Right there. Yeah. We right need there. Pause it. Yeah, that, that in and of itself That's is enough. First sentence. To be chilling. COVID leg mm -hmm. uh, legitimizes this surveillance. Right. That's all you need to know for yep. all these questions you have about monkeypox, smallpox, vaccines, anything. It's right there. He just admitted why COVID was so important to the elites. It's so that they could check you out and monitor you. Oh, get out of my face, dude. <laughs> But there's lots more. We need to monitor what's happening under their skin. What we have seen so Do far, you? it's corporations huh. and governments collecting data about where we go, who we meet, what movies we watch. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. We're oh. now seeing mass surveillance hmm. systems established even in democratic countries, yeah. which previously <clears throat> rejected them. And we also see a change in the nature of surveillance. Hmm. Previously, surveillance was mainly above the skin. Now it's going under the skin. Governments want to know not just where we go or who we meet. Above all, they hmm. want to know what is happening under our skin. What's our body I don't care what they want to know. What's our blood pressure? What None is of their our medical business. condition? Now wow. humans are developing, developing even bigger powers, bigger powers. than ever before. Okay, great, we are great. really acquiring divine powers oh. of creation and destruction wow we are really upgrading humans into gods we're, we're really acquiring, something aren't we? for instance the, the power to re-engineer life i know that in wow. recent years we saw populist politicians undermining deliberately the trust that people have in important institutions like universities like respectable media outlets these populist politicians told Trump. people that say scientists are this small elite disconnected from the real people <laughs> i mean all this story about jesus rising from the dead and being the son of god this is fake news humans are now wow. hackable animals 
You know, the, the wow. whole idea that humans have, you know, this, uh -huh. they, they have this yeah, soul this. or spirit and they have free will and uh -huh. nobody knows free what's will. happening inside me. Right. So whatever I choose, whether in the election uh -huh. or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will. Your, that's over. That's over. <laughs> oh, okay, well, thank you for that. Mm -hmm. That's over. Free will? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's pretty amazing. And he's he's not shy about it. He's mm -mm. said these things in multiple different form uh, forums. He's all over the place with it, and nobody even talks about this stuff. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I think one thing that gets lost in that montage is that he's talking about how you've had populist politicians come along and undermine science. And institutions and uh -huh. media. He's Obviously, talking he's talking about, about Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump was that 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 uh, fly in the ointment for them. Mm -hmm. That was supposed to be a smooth transition from Obama to Hillary, mm -hmm. and they were supposed to continue to steamroll America and get their way in every and single aspect. They are pissed that it didn't work out that way for them. And boy, then, and they're making up for lost time. Yeah, they are, and that's how you get uh, two thousand mules. Ugh. Tell you more about the uh, elites in Davos all trying to plan our lives for us. And they're making that pretty clear with the likes of a Yuval Harari. More coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Some tweets here. Vern Lundquist uh, tweets, in the new America, you're forced to transition. <laughs> Whether it's your gender or to an electric vehicle. Uh, from Vapo McJuicy. That's my <laughs> gang sign. All right. Can we please go back to the early days of Jack Bauer when bad guys were punished for their crimes? 2022 is a nightmare. All the zombies I see today have colored hair. <laughs> and then the sniff. Oh, the sniff is all the built into the tweet. It's built into the tweet. Oh, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Laura tweets We all itch together. Will be the next SJW battle cry. Uh huh. I guess uh, monkeypox is itchy. Uh, perhaps. Uh, yeah. Uh, Anthony Ash or Osh. I keep hearing monkeypox pronounced monkeypox. The K is silent. Oh, the money. Oh, moneypox. There you go. I keep hearing moneypox. No. Yeah, moneypox. Pronounced monkeypox. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, see, because so, uh, yeah, it's going to be a big money maker for for everybody somebody. that's not us. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Gross. Because big pharma is great now, right? It's amazing. Uh, at least Pfizer and Moderna are really wonderful. Really wonderful companies run by wonderful people. Yeah. And you know what? They shouldn't they probably shouldn't pay any taxes. That's how great they are. Uh but man, ExxonMobil, <laughs> they better pay the pay their fair share. Elon Musk better pay his. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right now, the elites are in Davos, and uh, they're figuring out our lives for us. Oh, good. Somebody needs to. Uh, these hypocrites. And I uh, got this intrepid reporter <laughs> trying to talk about how <laughs> hypocritical they really are. Yeah. Hi, folks. We are here at Samil Airport. It is the closest airport to Davos, and it is a private jet airport. So, And this is where the attendees are most likely flying in from their respective countries to Davos, to the World Economic Forum. We have a jet there. I'm not sure if you can see it, but it's got the Australian flag on it, so it could be a jet from you ever that heard of a windscreen? Uh, I mean, it's just 
so hypocritical. They're here lecturing mm -hmm. us on climate change, telling us to eat bugs, telling us that we can't fly and we can't go on holiday yeah. and we right. can't drive diesel cars. But they we do. have to pay our way in green taxes and put us all in poverty. And here they are in their diesel yeah. burning yeah. private jets when they can all just jump on a commercial They run on diesel? Yeah. They have their own plane. Okay. They burn a lot of fuel. Uh -huh. As usual, massive climate I mean, look, I appreciate the report, but like you said, yeah, maybe don't... Uh, maybe use a windscreen. Don't report from a wind tunnel next time. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, isn't that fun? Anyway, she put them to shame. Man, they... I mean, I'm sure they're all ashamed of themselves now you for think, using private jets. You think they'll take uh, a commercial jet on the way home now? Nah, y no. No. <laughs> no. They're not that ashamed. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Davos, Klaus Schwab mm. opened up the festivities. And we have to reinforce our resilience against a new virus, possibly, mm. or other mm. risks which we have on other. the global agenda. Right. Wait, other risks which we have on the global on agenda. The global agenda. So you're planning out the risks for us now? Let's listen to that one more time. Mm -hmm. And we have to to reinforce our resilience against a new virus, possibly, okay. or other risks which we have on the global agenda. On the global agenda. Why is it always a guy with an accent like <laughs> right? that? Right? Why? Isn't there, I don't know, a Canadian or something you could put up there that just sounds normal instead of like the stereotypical evil? That's awesome. So when they, uh, it's when you ask that. When they cast for these uh, international villains like that, yeah, they they have they have readings, right? Mm. And so like they'll come in and they'll read lines, and if you don't sound like that, if you don't like, get out, get out. Why, why did you even waste our time? Right, get out, American. If you don't sound like we have a vase of making you talk, mm -hmm. then get the hell out. Get out. Get out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then and then and then after you leave, they go. Can you believe that guy? That guy's name's Justin Trudeau. He thought we were going to entertain the thought of him being the international bad guy. I can't even speak a what sentence. What a buffoon. He's talking about boxed water all the time. Uh, we, uh, we have uh, recently switched to drinking uh, water bottles out of uh, water out of uh, when we have water bottles, when you have water bottles uh, out of uh, a plastic. Uh, no, sorry. Away sorry. from plastic towards uh, paper. Paper. Um, okay. Uh, no. Like drink box water bottles. Drink sort of box water bottles. You suck. I love that. You're a stupid he, son of a bitch. He still gets to drink box water bottles. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all righty. You got there. You did. So imagine that cat trying to uh, read the the line about the. No, it just wouldn't sound sinister enough. It's got to sound more sinister threats. than that. Oh man! All right, so keep this in mind when you go to the polls in Georgia today. Who do you think is going to be able to stop this kind of madness and the takeover of our sovereignty? In fact, they're not even taking it over. We're just giving it to them. We're just handing over our sovereignty and uh there's got to be people that get in the way of that agenda in in uh georgia you got a chance to get herschel walker in office mm -hmm. and who's the other one there's another one that's uh uh running for office that's really good in georgia too and they both need to win please so didn't we discover that they 
they cut down the number. They still have drop boxes this election, but it's they cut them less. back yeah. from 87 or whatever to 20, I think it was. Something like that. There should be zero. There's no reason to have drop boxes. Why would you do that? Well, because people can't congregate in a line with this pandemic going on. Mm-hmm. A, it's really slowed down. And B, there's other ways to do this. You could mail it. You could have somebody, you know, give it to somebody, a neighbor who's going in. And I mean, there's a lot of different ways we could do this rather than having drop boxes that just lead to fraud. Mm-hmm. Well, um, when, when you're talking about all the good people running for office in the state of Georgia uh, uh-huh. today, you were probably forgetting uh, Stacey Abrams. That's oh, probably, I did forget. That was yeah. the name that, that was eluding you, mm. I think. Right? <laughs> Am I, is that not accurate? That is not accurate. No. No, that is not oh accurate. Oh, my gosh. Why would you want to be the governor of a state that you hate? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, she made that interesting. I mean... She called it the worst state to live in. Yeah, what is that clip? Do we have that clip? I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live. Now, even her supporters give her a weird reaction to that. Me on this, so let me contextualize. All right, contextualize. When you're number 48 for mental health, mm. when you're number one for maternal mortality. When you have an incarceration rate that's on the rise and wages that are on the decline, then you are not the number one place to do to live. To be jumping to, be to live. We can get there. Wow, she's terrible. Hideous. So she went from she hasn't been busy, huh? She she was on the cover of Cosmo or Sports Illustrated, mm-hmm. the 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 special edition with uh, Stacey Abrams, and now she's running for governor, and that's been a busy few days for her. Did you mention Star Trek? And the Star Trek, Remember right? That? Right. She is Star Trek. She was the president the of the world, or uh, yeah, I think she was the Earth president. Mm-hmm. She's literally all over the place. Stacey Abrams. She sure that. is. Mm. And but, Sports Illustrated swimsuit wasn't edition. Was she already the governor though? I don't understand. Why <laughs> According she to her, her, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, she she didn't lose. <laughs> Jeez. Good luck, Georgia. Have fun today. It is the worst state in the country to live in. Yeah. Okay. But, now, but normally, governor. normally that would be tough to overcome, mm-hmm. to become the governor of the state that you just derided as the worst in the nation. But I don't think Democrats care. No, it's power in because, the day. And they, they believe it, too. Mm-hmm. They're fine with that because that's how they feel. <sighs> I, I think it was an artfully delivered. Uh, my artfully point delivered. was a okay. point that I've made many times. And uh-huh. my passion in making this point is important because we are listening to... Brian Kemp, give a, give narrative about a record that does not reflect reality. Okay, so it was inartfully delivered. <laughs> they have such a way of making excuses for themselves. <laughs> there was some poor phrasing in the some, speech. Yep. <laughs> They're good at that. Wow. Uh, also, speaking of terrific speakers, mm. yesterday Kamala spoke again, mm. and uh, that's a treat. That's fun. Always. You know, when we talk about our children, I know for this group, we all believe that when we talk about the children of the community, mm-hmm. they are a children of the community. Oh, <laughs> when we talk about the children of the community. Yes. They are the children of the community. You know, when we talk about our children, <laughs> I know for this group, we all believe for that when group. we talk about the children of the community, yeah, they are mm-hmm. the children of the community. Oh. Okay. Huh. Now, what about Ukraine? What is that? 
I've been seeing that in the news, Kamala. Oh. Ukraine is a country in okay. Europe. All right. Okay, good. Mm. And, mm. and then the children in the community are well, children no. in the community? No, this is what you right-wing talk show hosts do. Okay? Yeah, we spin things. You spin things. Mm-hmm. She, she did not say that. She said... Play it again. She she mixed it up at the end, Pat. Mm. You know, when we talk about our children, I know for this group, okay. we all believe that when we talk about the children, the of, the children of the community, uh-huh. children they of the, are the, the children, of, a children the of the community. Uh, ch- See, so they're not the children. They, they are a, a children of the community. And so you misquoted her, and it was deliberate. Should she not have changed children to child then? If they're <laughs> talking about a child of the community? Man. <laughs> These people so bad. They suck at everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're in charge, which is really uh, that's great. That's great news. All right, let me tell you about Tommy John. We mm. are uh, fans. Mm-hmm. We're just fanatics mm-hmm. of for Tommy John. Uh, is the if the summer heat is starting to melt your ice cubes, <laughs> stay frosty where it counts <laughs> in brand new Tommy John underwear. We actually in the last couple of days here in Texas have had. An amazing respite from from the heat. Mm-hmm. Oh, it'll return though. Oh yeah, of course. It'll be here by the end of the week. It's yeah. back into the upper nineties. Uh-huh. But for the, the couple of days here, we got sixties. Well, we had sixties on I think Sunday, Sunday or Monday, and then uh, it's going to be seventy and eighty uh, the rest of this week. But when that summer heat kicks in and it's melting your popsicle, you need underwear that'll keep your <laughs> your tall boy on ice. Oh, what? It's Tommy John. I want to write copy for Tommy John. <laughs> when you wear Tommy John, you're that much cooler. So oh. you can do everything better. When you're comfortable, you just feel better and you can perform better. It's just so great, this underwear. It's the best and the most comfortable you'll ever wear. It doesn't ride up. Uh, it it stays cool and comfortable. And there's no risk because you're covered with the Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear. Or it's free guarantee. Love this stuff. And don't forget the Tommy John loungewear. It's so comfortable, so soft. Uh, you'll want to wear it all the time. Shop TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed right now. Get 20% off your first order. 20% off right now at TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed. See the site for details. Well, of course, um, the evil Ron DeSantis continues to work his magic in Florida. Uh, Florida actually has a record budget surplus, if you can believe that. That'll come in handy in a couple of years. Won't it, though? Mm -hmm. Uh, We discussed the possibility of him running in 2024, and... uh, Here's a tweet from him yesterday. By keeping the economy open, maintaining a low tax environment, and being fiscally responsible, Florida's fiscal year 21-22 surplus is the largest in state history with more than $20 billion in reserves for a budget that's just a shade over $100 billion. Mm. That is something else. It's impressive. A $20 billion surplus. You just don't hear that anymore. Nobody has that. Now what you now do? Florida does. Yeah, if you're if you're DeSantis, <clears throat> then you push the Florida legislature to give something back, something back to the taxpayers. Remember the Bush 
mm -hmm. tax rebate check back in 2001. We all got these checks, you know, like, hey, we're giving money back. Mm -hmm. He needs to do something to Florida taxpayer. Well, that's, they don't even have an income tax there. Well, anyway, give the money back. True. Give the money back so that when you are in these debates in two years from now, just think of how hungry people are going to be and how bad things are going to be. You can say, look, I managed in a tough economy to not only have a surplus, but then give that money back to the people. And I want to do the same thing as president. Give you your money back. Not print money for you. Give your money back. Boom. Resonates. Mm -hmm. Call me, Ron. I'll help you out with your campaign. For free. Oh, you just gave him a lot of stuff for yeah. free right there. I'm mm. not I'm not good Probably at... should have kept that to yourself. Yeah, I'm just not... But they got you on the phone at least. Shoot. Made you an offer. Oh, dang. But there you go. There you go. Also, the 2020 census apparently grossly undercounted the heartland states while overcounting deep blue areas. An accident. Isn't I'm that sure, great? I'm sure it was an accident. But we have to live for it. We only have to live with it for another eight years until 2030 when they My do the next goodness. census. This is not good. Uh, one, you know, one of the impacts of that, of course, is that red states will likely receive, uh, they, sh they should have received less representation in Congress, but they're, and we're going, actually we're going to, and yes. uh, this is my same problem with red states and blue states. <laughs> I always think red belongs mm -hmm. with the Democrats. Yeah. So red states will likely get less representation mm -hmm. than we should yep. in Congress. Blue states are going to get more than they should. Yep. And the kicker is the situation can't be remedied mm -hmm. until, of course, 2030. Yeah. And it's not just representatives. This is electoral votes, too. True. I mean, this is very true. This has got ram. That's two presidential elections that yeah. are going to be affected by this. Uh, so the Census Bureau reported that its post enumeration survey, which uses samplings to check the accuracy of the 2020 census, found that Arkansas, Florida, Illinois, Mississippi, Tennessee, and Texas were all undercounted. Well, then fix it. Look at that. Look at the look Dang. at the states. The states that got over-representation. We got, what is that? Hawaii, Utah is the is the one um, curveball there, but it's Hawaii, Utah, Minnesota, Ohio, New York, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Delaware. What states are getting screwed over? We got Florida, mm -hmm. Mississippi, mm -hmm. Texas, Arkansas. Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Illinois. Illinois got, okay, good. In <laughs> Arkansas, the undercount was about 5%. Uh, that sounds... <sighs> That sounds like it was on purpose deliberate, to me. Yeah. It's it's a deliberate situation. God, it's just unbelievable. Is there any other way they can cheat, rob, and steal? Don't ask that question, Pat. Because the answer is yes. There's always another way, and uh, they'll find it. Mm -hmm. The overcounted states included Delaware, Hawaii, Massachusetts, Minnesota, New York, Ohio, Rhode Island. And then, like you said... How did Utah fit into that? That's interesting. <laughs> that one slipped through, yeah, all right. I guess so. <laughs> all right, more coming up. Pat Gray. I'm not a cat, tweets. Uh, I love the expression on Kamala's face. Talking about the children of the community. The forward nod, signaling the audience that she just delivered a profound point or punchline. You know, when we talk about our children, I know for this group, okay. we all believe that when we talk about the children of the community, children, yeah, they uh -huh. are the children of the community. Oh, yeah, she's confident. Uh huh. I'm confident she's terrible. 
from Struggling Lumbee. With uh, two Ys. Oh, good. Uh, children of the community must grow up to be peoples. Oh, no, no. <laughs> a, a children uh-huh. of the community. Yeah, they do. They grow up to be peoples. Peoples. You would think people is plural enough, mm. but it. I guess not. <laughs> no. It's got to be mega plural. That is truly the so, most annoying word of all time. Peoples? Peoples. <laughs> it is irritating. Uh if you uh, have been watching MSNBC lately, uh, and who hasn't, <laughs> uh, perhaps you have seen this um, this woman who is a, uh, I guess she's a contributor. You're a big fan, right? Oh, huge. Mm-hmm. Of Yamish, Yamish Alcindor. Love her. She's the NBC News White House correspondent, and uh, she had some interesting things to say about Republicans. And not again, not, not to totally ruin your optimism, but the, the, the reason that communities of color in Georgia don't have the same access to the polls is a lie. It's BS, as, as, as you're reporting and Nick's entire body of reporting on the voter suppression laws will, will prove. So they took away access to the polls on the back of oh, a big lie in they, service of Donald Trump. Pause they took access, it. Okay, uh, they took away access from people. How did they do that? How did they take away the access? Uh, I think that would be your Dropbox argument. Uh, you know, they, that, <sighs> that, that's what they would say. Is that amazing that this one-time thing must now be there permanently? Precise. Everywhere. It must be omnipresent and eternal because we used it during the pandemic once. It's just so ridiculous. And it's so absolutely disproven by the early voting numbers which have just blown their argument about voter suppression out of the water. They've had huge numbers, record numbers of people voting in this election. Nobody's access has been suspended. Nobody's stopped from voting. It's it's, the lie they're talking about is a lie. They keep lying about the big lie. And they keep doing it. Here's uh, I mean, Yamisha. Access, uh, absolutely because of, of, a, of a lie, but also I would say uh, that there also is racism in there. And the racism course. is a lie, uh, right? 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 Exactly. It's right. like the lie sure. and racism, which is a lie, which is that these black people, don't, they don't deserve the access to, to citizenship in the way that other Americans do, here. that they haven't worked for, that they don't, that they don't understand <laughs> and who said that? The, the weight of American democracy. And as a result, we need to make decisions for them. I think those two things are so intertwined in this country. Do you? Okay. Uh, tell me who's saying that? Who's saying the black people don't matter as much? Who who says that? Absolutely nobody. Except the left. They're always saying that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and trying to assign it to our belief structure. And we, we just don't have that belief structure. Yeah. That's not what we're about at all. Remember, Democrats always accuse yes. Republicans of the stuff they're actually guilty of. Exactly. And that's what she's doing right there. I mean, you've done it before. I mean, how many times have you played Man. the clips of Joe Biden proving how oh. much of a racist he is? But no, no, it's it's the Republicans. And and one could argue that, no, they're actually trying to protect the African-American vote as well as every American by not diluting it with with right. illegal votes. With fraudulent votes. By making sure that the votes that are cast legitimately are counted and weighted more. Mm-hmm. 
terrible argument. Oh, it's awful. They're so stupid. She's butt stupid. <laughs> then you got Whoopi Goldberg yesterday on The View. Oh, no. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, what? Oh, my gosh. She do. Uh, she, well, she's talking about Nancy Pelosi being denied communion by the bishop of the archdiocese in San Francisco. So <laughs> here's, uh, her, here's her genius thoughts on that. The abortion rights battle is starting to blur the lines between church and state. The archbishop okay. of... Uh, the abortion battle is starting to blur the lines between church and state. Hmm. Is communion delivered in a government building? Or is that, uh, is that something that happens inside the church? <laughs> they are not blurring any lines between church and state. They're talking about something that happens at church, not in the government. Nancy Pelosi has to happens to be in the government. That's got nothing to do with it. Uh, doesn't even make sense. San Francisco. Okay. Mm. Is calling for Speaker mm. Nancy Pelosi to be denied receiving communion because of her mm. pro-choice stance. He's one of the priests who also called for President Biden to be denied mm. sacrament. This is not your job, dude. Mm. That is not. You yes, can't, it is. That is not up what? to you to make that decision. No, it, it is. <laughs> I mean, is that as stupid as a comment as it gets? That's bad. That's not your job, dude. Uh. <laughs> it's exactly his job. Uh. <laughs> 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 Who's, whose job is it then to oversee the communion in the Catholic Church? That is absolutely is that amazing? ridiculous. It's so stunning. Start to finish, it's just so <laughs> stupid. I love How it. embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I love it when the soundbite just, it takes care of itself. Yeah. You don't really need too. to analyze it. It's just, right. you, you laid your there own trap. Is. You owned yourself, Whoopi. Enough said. <laughs> what, and you know that something's gone wrong there because the other women are silent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, yeah, that's right, Whoopi. You said it, girl. You go, girl. There's none of that kind of stuff going on. <laughs> right. The audience right. isn't clapping. Nobody's doing anything because she's <laughs> making such a fool of herself. We, we thought we thought it was a self-own when you said uh, it's a separation of church and state issue. It's not that, right? We thought that was bad enough. <laughs> right. Then you went with the, it's not, not your, your job, job as a Catholic dude. priest. <laughs> To determine who gets sacraments. That's crazy. <laughs> That's just nuts. But listen to the okay. deafening silence uh-huh. in the background. I love it. The abortion rights battle is starting to blur the lines between church and state. The Archbishop uh, no. <laughs> of San Francisco mm-hmm. is calling for Speaker Nancy Pelosi to be denied receiving communion because of her pro-choice stance. He's one of the priests who also called for President Biden to be denied sacrament. This not your job dude that is not you can't that is not up to you to make that decision i love it nobody's on her side no yeah yeah whoopi that's right what a good point no there's none of that because i think even the the hens around the table there uh yeah. are a little confused by what she's saying they're like mm, this is not a good point yeah he uh whoopi he, so. he doesn't have many jobs but, <laughs> but that's, that's one, one of them. them that's up there that's on the to-do <laughs> list every day it is just really something. Uh, all right. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, the U.S. Army is considering letting soldiers change their base if local laws offend their choice of gender. Oh, gosh. 
Finally. Uh, Finally, they got to this policy. Uh, The U.S. Army, apparently interested in furthering its recent journey into wokeness, is considering a policy called a compassionate reassignment, permitting soldiers to request a transfer to a different area if they feel state or local laws discriminate against them because of their gender. In addition to gender, sex, religion, race, or pregnancy, uh, any of those could be cited as discriminatory by the service member looking to move. (laughs) The (laughs) guidance under consideration would need approval from the Army Secretary Christine uh, Wormuth. Some states are becoming untenable to live in. There's a rise in hate crimes and a rise in LGBT discrimination. Lindsay Church, Executive Director of Minority Veterans of America, complained. In order to serve this country, people need to be able to do their job and know their families are safe. All these states get billions for bases, but barely tolerate a lot of the service members. Really? Wow. Like like who? Who are we talking about here? Yeah, I want to know where this stuff is happening, because I don't like that. I don't like it either. Don't you make our military people feel unwelcome in your state? Uh, Jacob Thomas, communications director for Common Defense, said that troops quote, can't be forced to live in places where they aren't seen as fully human. Oh, unquote. shut up. How are these people going to go to war if they can't uh, right. handle? Don't we sound like a well-oiled machine uh, right we now? We sure do. Oh, we're ready for anything. It's vicious. Let us at the enemy right now. I don't like the laws here. I don't like that you don't like men swimming against women. That offends my sensibilities. Where would you like me to transfer you to? I, San Francisco. Okay, but we don't have a base there? there. No, we don't have one for you. Sorry. <laughs> Any other place you ever wanted to go? I mean... Ah, uh, it's agonizing. Mm. Meanwhile, Matt Walsh has a new documentary coming out. <laughs> this is fun. Uh, Matt's a really smart guy. This is going to be a good documentary. Uh, and here's a little look at what he's going to do as he attempts to define the word woman. Oh. What is a woman? Can you tell me that? <laughs> oh, um, you're at the Women's March. You must have Seriously? Please, if, if one Come person on. could tell me what a woman is. You are not here for women. We ask you to leave. What is that? What is that? <laughs> I'm a husband. I'm a father of four. I host a talk show. I give speeches. I write books. I like to make sense of things. A woman is not anything in particular. There is not one particular thing. It could be many <laughs> things to many people. Some women have sure. penises, right? Some men have vaginas. No, I like not right. candles. And I've watched Sex in the City. Yeah. How do I know if, if I'm a woman? That's a great <laughs> question. You're not a scientist. You're not a gender My studies major. No. How do you know that you're a man? I guess because I got a <laughs> Can a man No nonsense right there. I'm a woman. <laughs> I'm not a woman, so I I can't really answer that. Women only know what women are. No. Are you a uh, cat? No. Can you tell me what a cat is? <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell us what a woman is? Walks away. <laughs> so great. I'm a biological woman that medically okay. transitioned to appear like a male. Huh. I will never be a man. And so they go on the internet oh, and they're told them. that all their problems will be solved if they huh. become a man. So you worry that there, there could be a sort of social contagion element of this? A teeny tiny bit, maybe. Mm. It got me at 42. Your child doesn't have a chance. Mm. And you're 
you're affirming it with hormones mm -hmm. that have never been used in this way. Puberty blockers, mm. which are completely reversible. Completely reversible. Mm. One of the drugs used is Lupron, right? Which mm -hmm. has actually been used to chemically castrate sex offenders. You know what? I'm not sure that we should continue with this interview. You don't want to talk about the Pause drugs. Pause it for a second. Kids or... I, that's a fascinating thing. Every time they get stumped. Yep. Ah, uh, you know what? I shouldn't be talking to you. Mm-hmm. Because I, you're too smart for me, and you just made a point I I can't contend with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's their problem, right? That's why they're trying to silence us because they can't they can't argue their point because yeah. they don't have one. And the point he had just made is this chemical is used to chemically castrate sex offenders. And the answer is yes, but she doesn't want to answer it, so she doesn't want to do this interview anymore. <laughs> just unbelievable. All right, let's see the rest. How can they be removing the healthy breasts of 15-year-old girls? Oh, They're right. a masculine girl. Right. They're feminine boys. Right. What are we going to do about that? Carve them up? How can this whole thing be happening, uh -huh. Matt? I wanted us to have a safe place mm. to be able to talk about this. Part of me wants to ask why you care so much. I, I care about the truth. I care about children. I care about the women who are having their opportunities stolen from them. Is it transphobic to tell the truth? The interview's over. Let's turn off the cameras. Excuse me. I just wanted to know what is a woman. And you're not going to find out. Based on what God. I'm saying, would you ever want to move to America? Wow. <laughs> they say no. <laughs> Never. <laughs> wow. What is a woman coming June 1st? We'll see when it comes out. <laughs> okay. I'm excited about that. That'll be great. That looks good. Yeah, sure does. I can't believe we're at this point. I, mean, I know. Where we have to have documentaries mm -hmm. exploring the question, what is a woman? It and you're asking be. women what a, wim yeah. what a woman is, and, and they can't begin to tell you. They look at each other like, I, woman, I, I don't know. It should be just, you know, mm. one line in a dictionary and we can move on with our lives. But right. no, we need to go and interview people and, and seek out this answer because it's like some hidden knowledge now. Jeez. Let's go to kindergarten cop and the five-year-old. <laughs> uh, wait, did you delete Where is that? he when, when he when we need him? You deleted it. It's not around. Yeah, I deleted it. I, I but I thought Corby had it. I can't Corby doesn't have it. That can't find it anyway. You deleted one of the greatest sound drops of all time. Yeah. Well, I thought I was deleting a duplicate. Turned out to be the only uh, copy that I had. In the okay. So that's what happened in reality. <laughs> you want to recreate it here? True story. Uh, boys have a penis. Okay. Girls have a vagina. Write Boys that down. have yeah. a penis. Girls have a vagina. <laughs> Thanks for the Thanks for the tip. tip. All right. Here's another awesome. tip for you. Okay. Real estate agents I trust. Yeah. Get one of these agents when you're trying to sell your home or when you're buying or you're doing both because you're relocating. And they will hopefully take a lot of the stress right off of you because they know what they're doing. And they can give you great advice on how to sell your home quickly and for the most amount of money. And not waste a lot of time and money doing renovations you're not going to get your money back in. So turn to these agents. You need, you need an agent to, who knows because they're successful and they have a lot of clients and they know what their clients are looking for. This is the kind of service you need uh, from a real estate agent. Real estate agents I trust is Glenn's company. And when you have the kind of agents who work with us, working for you, you can rest assured that you're going to be in the hands of a capable team. 
Same goes for buying a home. Either way, real estate agents I trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray is unleashed. Girls have a vagina. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. Welcome. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Just a quick reminder there um, on what a and woman is and what a boy. Many is. people need that reminder. Yeah, they do. Uh, we were talking about the surge in voting in Georgia. These people who are trying to suppress the vote are doing a really crappy job. They are not good at it. Uh, in early voting. In Georgia, there have been 453,929 early votes. That compares with 153,264 early votes last uh, last time. No. Yeah. No. Huh. The Democrats have seen a similar surge. In 2022, there have been 337,245 votes. And that compares with only 134,542 in 2018 so they are really bad at this God, you people don't know what you're doing suppressing the vote how are all these people getting through mm. <laughs> i'm mm. really hacked off about it yeah i mean you're gonna lose uh all your hollywood production your all-star game all, yeah you know, at least uh, at least suppress the vote thank you and <laughs> don't get three and four times as many votes wow <laughs> Dummies. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, they're definitely, definitely doing Boy, it Georgia's wrong. like the worst state, I hear. <laughs> Who'd you hear that from? Um, from the governor, Stacey Abrams. Oh, wow. Yeah, she said Governor who? Go. Governor who? Yeah. <laughs> governor who? That one works there, yeah. Uh, show that little comment again, because that's interesting to me. I hope I people in Georgia see this. I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live. Oh, that's enough for her. Now, somebody's going to try to politifact me on this, so let me contextualize. When you're number 48 for mental health, when you're number one for maternal mortality, when you have an incarceration rate that's on the rise and wages that are on the decline, then you're not the number one place to to live. To 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 live. But we can get there. Okay, but you can get there. I think a case could be made that the reason that Georgia is failing so much Mm-hmm. on mental health is because Stacey Abrams lives there. Yeah, Maybe. and she's stark raving crazy. Mm-hmm. She is bad crap crazy. There's no doubt about it. Speaking of crazy, uh, Greg Abbott says that here in Texas, as many as 100,000 illegal aliens are positioned at the border, ready to flood across as soon as Title 42 goes away. 100,000. That's in addition to the record-setting 234,000 that crossed in April? It is, okay. yes. It is in addition to that. So you got 100,000 just waiting for it to end, and you know as soon as it does, they're coming. Better leave those buses running down there, Greg. Yeah. What did he send? I saw it was like 32 he was, sent. Yeah, somewhere uh, between 30 and 35, I believe, uh-huh. buses that he sent to Washington, well, D.C. Keep them running. Man, yeah. So, hopefully, we'll get we'll get a, a grip on that situation, and they they won't end Title Forty Two right now. Meanwhile, another great governor, Ron DeSantis, said there is no way Florida will ever support the World Health Organization's global pandemic treaty. 
This is the kind of leadership we need in the United States of America. We in Florida, there is no way we will ever support this WHO thing. That's not going to happen. No way, he said. But you saw, I mean, you saw a lot of these elites advocate very pernicious policies. Uh, Part of the reason people want to move here is because we rejected those policies. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. they advocated very pernicious policies, including locking kids out of school. Now, Biden is trying to cede our sovereignty to the WHO and give them complete control whenever uh, a health emergency arises. Can you imagine a health emergency happening? Yeah, we've been living one for the last two years. What? We've really been living emergency conditions since 2001. Those have never been revoked. And so that opens up a lot of territory for the government to step in and control us. Mm-hmm. And you've got a strong governor saying, not here. You're not doing it. We're, we're not going to be run by the WHO. Thank you very much. Supporters say this is uh, both the IHR amendments and the new global pandemic treaty are set to be topics of discussion at the upcoming World Health Assembly. No, I bet that's going to be fun. I don't know why we weren't invited this year to the World Health Assembly, but man, I like that. I, I try to make that yeah. conference every year. Hmm. Yeah, just apparently not going to make it this that year. stinks, dude. Supporters say this is necessary to improve worldwide pandemic response. Sure. While critics warn about the loss of national sovereignty. Oh, <laughs> conspiracy theorists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but losing national sovereignty to a globalist organization that did not distinguish, distinguish itself well during the Wuhan coronavirus pandemic. You remember how bad the WHO was? And they went to China looking for answers. <laughs> and the Chinese said, yeah, it, it didn't come from a lab here. In fact, it didn't come from us. Okay. Oh, okay. Can we go in? All right. No. Go you can't go. Around. No, you can't around. go in. No. Do a, little, do a little audit. What do you nope. think? No. No. So, wait. So, you're saying... I'm saying, no, everything's fine. You don't need to. You okay. don't need to. So, they... You heard that? <laughs> that's exactly that's, what happened. That's exactly what okay. happened. Okay. They said, no. What do you want? Uh, they said, no. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, I guess you did your best, didn't you? You went over yeah. there. They said, no, and you left. Well, we got some time to kill. You want to go see the uh, Great Wall while we're here? Who likes Chinese food? Uh Uh-huh. All right. Uh, More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. He's Pat Gray. He's Unleashed, and he's on the blades. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. 888-933-93. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You won't believe uh, what qualifies as victimizing somebody in the workplace, uh, and this is in the UK, Mm. but it could happen anywhere and does. Failing to invite a colleague for drinks after work is victimization. What? According to an employment tribunal ruling with a casino worker, and that casino worker received about $90,000. What? In compensation. Okay, what's Well, this? they weren't invited to drinks they after were, after work. They weren't invited. So what do you want to happen? Huh? Uh, boy, you can buy a lot of drinks now. <laughs> Hold on a sec. I'm going to get me a beer. <laughs> Rita Lehrer 
51-year-old cashier said she felt shunned by her colleagues at Asper's Casino in Westfield, Stratford City, a shopping center in Stratford, East London. Uh, she claimed her co-workers went out for drinks at the Latin American restaurant and cocktail bar, Las Iguanas. Oh, I love Las Iguanas, man. Uh, delicious. Right? Delicious. Great Mexican drinks, food. too, huh? You wouldn't know, though, would you, lady? <laughs> <laughs> Man, when you want Mexican food, though, mm-hmm. East London is the place to get it. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. And there's salsa there at the, uh, what was it, Iguana place? Yeah, Las Iguanas. Las Iguanas. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not too spicy. You know, when they bring no. out the chips and the got a little bit of a kick, but it's not. It's right on that edge. Yeah. Fellow cashiers also insensitively discussed the social gathering in front of her. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. No. And then they did not invite her. Okay. Yeah, so she gets ninety thousand dollars. I mean, for she it. sounds like a loser, but <laughs> she sure it, does. Uh, but it you know, paid off, I guess. Yep. Oof. In her ruling, Judge Sarah Moore said excluding an employee is a detriment at work as they lose the opportunity to bond with colleagues. So here's ninety thousand dollars. This is uh, asinine, uh, I can't. insane, so ridiculous that you can't even get your head around it. Yeah. All that and so much more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess when you go out to lunch or when you go out to for drinks after work, you better invite every single person in your office. What is what happened to freedom of association? I don't know. It's gone. This it's is absolutely gone. This is the whole uh, mindset in mm. school uh-huh. where if you don't bring enough for everybody, then just don't bring anything. Right. Yeah. Well, what if I had a few friends I wanted to bring something to? No, no, no. You would. Cl- now it's a legal thing. And what if you don't like somebody? I don't like them. I I don't have to invite people I don't like. Well, you're a bad. Well, example. yes, you do. You're a bad example yes, because you, you love everyone. That's true. And, and, that is true. And everyone. And loves I you. want everyone to come with me wherever yeah. I go. So so maybe don't use yourself. I'd like to give the world a hug. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like to buy the world a coke huh. and keep it company. But that's just me. Yeah. You know, what about people who don't love people? Yeah. They're I, not the luckiest people no. in the world. There's They're, so much going on here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Stream of consciousness. So, I, I mean, this is insane. Yeah. It's insane. It's Seriously. insane that someone would actually complain about it. Mm-hmm. Then it's insane that someone would actually go to the legal system and then it's insane that the legal system would actually rule in favor of this person. It's incredible. Uh, just, you know. Ugh. Yeah. The panel concluded that Lair had been excluded from the event at Las Iguanas as her colleagues did not wish to socialize with someone who had complained of discrimination. Oh, wow. Man, I guess you have to be okay with it when she complains of discrimination. We unanimously agree that being excluded from discussions at work about a social occasion amongst colleagues when one would normally be included would subject an employee to a detriment at work. Sounds like she's the detriment at work, and they were trying Mm -hmm. to avoid a future conflict. So they said, you know how we would do that is we just don't invite her or else she's going to make our life hell. Well, Well, she did anyway. Yeah, she did. A reasonable employee would consider that such exclusion was to their disadvantage because they had lost the opportunity to bond with colleagues on that social occasion. Okay. <laughs> so you're forcing people to be friends with each other. Mm-hmm. 
the occasion was sufficiently linked to work by the fact that it was amongst work colleagues and was discussed at work and would provide the opportunity for team bonding. I'm sorry, I still don't have to do that. I don't have to. And I don't think even in the UK you can force people to associate with every one of their employees or their co-workers. This is, this is going to come as a shock uh, to people. But uh, once you had uh, a whole bunch of us over at your place mm-hmm. for a ping pong tournament, if you yes, recall, I do recall. So, yeah, so yes, I actually have been to Pat's house. So uh, sorry, sorry to ruin everybody's yeah, illusions there. Okay, <laughs> but did you invite all three hundred people here? Was there a three hundred no, team bracket uh, on your wall? It's probably going to cost me a hundred thousand dollars, but no, I didn't. Seriously, I I, I wish that I wasn't invited. <laughs> Because I would take You'd rather have the to money, court, man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is insanity. Now, Corby wasn't invited. Do not Cor- come. <laughs> yeah. Do nope. not come. How's That's that what I said to feel? him. How's that make you feel, bro? How's that f- well, he wasn't. I don't think he was here at the time. <laughs> Were you working for us then? No. It was a while ago. Don't ruin it, man. Yeah. I don't think so. You're going to sue, aren't you? <laughs> Wait, he's on the phone with an attorney right now. I see him. In- <laughs> now, get this. Okay. Last month, a man was awarded $450,000 in a U.S. employment car- court after his former employers threw him an unwanted birthday party. Oh, this is me. This is me. Okay, I like this one. Now, this one I'm on board with. According to the lawsuit, the man who suffered from anxiety specifically asked his manager not to celebrate his birthday at work as it could potentially trigger a panic attack. However, (laughs) his colleagues went ahead and organized a surprise party, which, of course, caused him to suffer a series of panic attacks. And that was worth $450,000. I just... <laughs> I can't even believe just this leave. world. Just leave. Just go home. I know. Just say, thanks, guys. I'm hey, really that's not nice, but it. I yeah. don't like this. I'm going to... I'll see you tomorrow. All right. But, but come on, Fred. We want to... No, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just going to go home now. Threw a birthday party and, and lost $450,000 because of it. Wow, that's amazing. And last week, another English employment tribunal ruled that calling a bald man or a man bald. So you say, hey, baldy, that can be considered sexual harassment. Oh, nice. As hair loss is more prevalent among men. Okay, I got it. This is a threefer. This is the triple crown Mm. of lawsuits. Okay, birthday boy gets the Mm $450,000. Then he's not invited to stuff after work because they're like, stay away from Fred because, you know, He'll sue us if, mm-hmm. if, if we try to celebrate anything around him. So then he makes the 90K mm-hmm. off of not getting invited to that. Shave so now his you're head. at like $540,000. Right. Something. You shave your head. Right? And somebody calls him bald. Oh, man. You could retire. You never you're a millionaire. You're a stinking millionaire oh. at that point. I like it. That's a retirement plan for Fred there. We just laid out for him. Oh, I can't. I mean, it's really hard to believe. It is really hard to believe what's going on in this world right now. You just you can't keep up. There's just no way that you can account for every single bit of wokeness. It's just not possible. How do you navigate in this world? I don't know. Good luck, kids. I don't know. Even the Elon Musk thing. Let's say he's totally, and I think we mentioned this the other day. Let's say he's completely guilty of everything the woman says. Okay. Is that really sexual harassment? No, it's just uh He touched her leg. Yeah. Okay. 
and that was probably inappropriate, uh-huh. I guess. He touched her leg and offered her a horse. Yeah, I think he. Uh, I, I, I think he showed showed her his rocket though. Oh, okay. Did he pull off the towel? And it was ready for takeoff. I, oh, okay. I believe I saw that somewhere. Is that right? Huh. You remember that, Corby? Corby doesn't. No, agree. I think no. The article I think did say yeah. that. Yeah. So okay, that's that's wrong. Yeah. But now Jeffy, if he were here, mm-hmm. I, I just want to represent him. Well, look. Uh, First of all, that's dating in the <laughs> current era. That's how you, you look. You you gotta First ask. First of all, you gotta ask. Right? How else you gonna know? You gotta show them the goods. <laughs> see if they're interested. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Probably should have brought up the, uh, huh? you know, the Elon Musk thing around Jeffy. Uh, uh, no, that's, that's not good. good. Yeah. That's not good. Go weigh in tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Right now. Court packing is the real danger uh, to our country. Make no mistake, court packing is a coup. And the radical left is working overtime on new plans to pack the Supreme Court. Look, if we don't stop them from installing four more justices, or how many ever, however many they want, so they can rig the system in their favor, it'll be catastrophic for our court, our country, and our way of life. We can't let that happen. That's why we need you to join us. We're gathering a coalition of one million patriots to say no to court packing. No to the liberal agenda. No to the Supreme Court coup. Uh, Franklin Graham, former U.S. Attorney General Ed Meese, Dr. James Dobson, the Family Policy Alliance, the Heritage Foundation, and over 400,000 people just like you are all on board. Please uh, sign your name right now. Go to Supreme Court Coup or Supreme Coup, that's C-O-U-P, SupremeCoup.com and sign First Liberty's letter. That's SupremeCoup.com and sign First Liberty's letter. letter. Uh, and God bless America. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. And we are joined by Jackie Daly. Uh, Jackie, well, welcome. Hello there. Uh, how are things going on the show and the podcast? So they're going great. I'm here on the Blaze, as you know. Yeah. Uh, Sunday mornings and podcast everywhere, and so been here for about, gosh, a few years. Yeah, now. it's been a while now. Mm-hmm. Started yeah. at uh, KLIF here in Dallas, and then switched over to Blaze. All right. A long time ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So JackieDaily.com is where all the links are, right? Correct. J A C K I. Oh yeah, because there's a billion different ways to to spell Jack. There are. I know there are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My wife spells it J A C Q U E. Yeah, I can always remember that because that for her it's short for Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm Indeed. a Jackie Lynn. My mom broke it in half, so I couldn't be snobby. There's no proper names in our family. We're from Appalachia. It's all like two first names: Jackie Lynn. That's so you've been following. Um, you're very much into the energy situation. And uh, all of the West, much of the Midwest, is at risk, we're hearing now, from summer blackouts. Um, And the ERCOT, first of all, tell me what ERCOT stands for. The Electric Reliability Council of Texas. They're kind of the grid operator, and their job is to make sure we have all the power that we need in this state. And are we going to have all the power we need in this state? We are not. We're not. We're not. It's just flat out we're not. (laughs) We're not. Uh, I can say that conclusively. Really? Remember, like what last weekend we had these warnings uh, from ERCOT. Mm-hmm. You know, don't use your dishwasher, your clothes dryer, your clothes washer, 
uh, between the hours of 3 p.m. and 8 p.m. And do not move your thermostat below 78 degrees. Oh, that, 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 them's, <laughs> Come the, on. them's fighting words from Urquhart yeah, right there. Yeah, no way. Oh, yeah. 78? Yeah. So we're Americans. We're yeah, not used I to can't this survive. at all. Mm-mm. This is not our way of life. Right. Mm-hmm. Other countries are used to this, mm-hmm. yeah. but we're not. This is the energy capital of the United States. Mm-hmm. We're the top energy producer on earth. Why are we out of power? Is the great question, and so it's it's simple. It's just basically Texas has exploding demand because fifteen hundred economic refugees move to the state from other states every day, every day. and two million people flood across the border <laughs> yeah. that, we, that we know about every year. Every year, uh-huh. plus you have all these Bitcoin companies coming here. Mm. They're very energy intensive. The Tesla Bitcoin mining, yes, yeah. It's I mean that's. That sucks a lot of energy. It's huge. People don't know how much. I mean, that's really energy sapping. It was hard to believe when we first heard that, how <laughs> yeah. much it uses. But yeah. yeah, it's a ton. Yeah, so with with Texas being the top state for attracting business for, what, 10 years running now, mm-hmm. more and more and more comes here. So there's more demand to start. And then the supply is going down, down, down. And by supply, what I mean is reliable, like reliability. Um We've grown up with coal and natural gas and nuclear. Mm-hmm. They're pretty much always there when you need them. You can move them in a second. We're, we're used to that. The infrastructure is there. We're replacing them, as you know, in this big transition hmm. with wind and solar. And they mm. work when the weather cooperates. And there are no shows at the worst weather moments like the Texas freeze right. of 2021 or a hurricane. That's precisely when they don't show up. And when I say don't show up, I mean, in February 2021, there was a moment where wind collapsed to 1.5% of its capabilities to generate electricity. 1.5%. So imagine if you're going to keep replacing your coal and your natural gas and your nuclear with this source, Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of time. And you can see on a graph in 2021 precisely where... Wind and solar were, were intersected with natural gas in our ability to produce for our people. So it's, it's not a wonder that this is happening. And it's kind of a prophecy of mine that came true. And it wasn't all my idea, but cold is not the biggest time of concern for Texans. Yeah, the peak demand right. is the heat for us. Yes. And so sure enough, you know, it's May and we don't have the power we need. And they're saying, well, it's record high uh, demand. It wasn't record high temperatures for Texas, maybe in May, but not in July or you know, September, August. So mm-hmm. the, the issue is you don't even look anymore to the temperature forecast. You look at the wind forecast wow. to know whether or not we're going to have what we need. Seriously. That is the system we've built yeah, on purpose. That's what we're building here. Why are we doing that in Texas? Well, so because some people are concerned about climate change mm. and Republicans and Democrats, it's a Republican-run state for 20 years. Mm-hmm. This is a Republican-created problem, I'm sorry to announce. But um, basically, they had this dream that Texas would be this green energy powerhouse because we are, in fact, in the wind corridor, as you know. There's a wind mm-hmm. corridor that runs across the continent from us up to North Dakota and into Canada. If ever wind made sense... It would be in be that here. corridor. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. we also have, and we have a lot of turbines. We do. We have a ton of turbines. And of course, the problem is they're out in West Texas where the wind blows, but the population <laughs> demand is in East Texas, Houston and Dallas. So and, you got to get the power here somehow. And you lose a ton of it in the transmission. 
Really? A ton of it. So oh, that's really? another problem. Oh. Yeah, so this is, there are so many problems. But I didn't realize in the transition that, that power was lost. Yes. <clears throat> I mean, significant. Like, do, you, do you know the percentage of power that's lost? I think it can be between 20 and 30%, depending oh, on where it's coming from. Gosh. I mean, because it's come from a long, long way. Yeah. They're, 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 okay, and we had to, where do we even start? We had to pay about $7 billion to build those transmission lines. Mm-hmm. So when you hear about the cost of wind and solar, they're not building in all of what Texans, I mean, out of our own pocket, had paid. It's $66 billion in Texas for wind power. That's an enormous, enormous amount of money. Mm-hmm. It comes out of your electric bill, hidden in there, and it comes out of your tax bill. So it's hidden in the tax bill as much as in your electric bill. So the cost of it is not really... Um, told to you in, in terms that are factoring in everything. Wow. Yeah. So does this affect other states as well? It does because most of them have a plan to transition. So we're not the only ones. We're just out there first because yeah, it's so hot here. It's so hot here. <laughs> well, actually, it's interesting. Texas and California have the same problem, which is not enough power because of renewables, but they did it two different ways. So California kind of mandated we are going to have X amount of green power period, and Texas incentivized, which means they said to very wealthy people, like a T. Boone Pickens or someone else, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you will build out wind power, we'll give you this massive tax benefit. Um, so you're actually paid to build these things. We throw all these subsidies in, and these mm-hmm. big companies come in and build it. And so we built it out that way, but you get to the same place where you have too much unreliable energy and too many people to provide for so is there no way to switch over or switch back? Absolutely. We can to, do that immediately. Mm, I mean, we, we, can, can. we can start today. We could start today reversing the policy because we've been retiring coal plants in this state like crazy. Yeah. And natural gas has been going offline. I mean, there's a little bit that's been added recently, but most of what's been built out is definitely wind. Mm-hmm. And so we simply have to make a decision that we're not going to tolerate this anymore. And I'll tell you how it's, it's going to happen because apparently February taught us nothing last right, year. Right, right. The yeah. legislature did very little to fix the problem here. It won't be until Texas is no longer the number one state for attracting business uh-huh. because businesses realize, wait, mm. I don't have power when I need it. Yeah. Are right. you saying I can't run my Tesla factory huh. all the time? Are you saying that, like, I mean, people will not come here anymore. We will not be the number one state for attracting right. business. So, 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 I'm sorry, wow. go ahead, continue. I was going to say, that's, 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 I think, when finally the people who make decisions here are going to care. Because 700 mm-hmm. lives lost yeah. in February 2021 didn't yeah. get their attention Jeez, yet. That's amazing. So I, I was yeah. just going to ask you, so short of this sea change happening with the legislature, uh, are we going to be like California in that it seems like every year you hear about Rolling blackouts in California. Is that going to be our way of life We're going to have that all summer? It's chronic. Yeah, all summer for sure, because they can't possibly change it in the next few months or fix it in the next few months. So, I mean, yeah, it's going to be, uh, this is going to get worse and worse and worse uh, if they continue on the plan to increase more and more and more. Why don't they, why don't they make the, ch- I mean, they're going to, they're going to be facing a lot of pissed off Texans. Or dead. Oh, yeah. Or, or, or dead, dead. Or dead. At from least. heat stroke. Yeah. Uh, so why would they not be considering going back to the, you know, reliable energy sources? Well, the first thing is they would have to take ownership of the decisions that got us this far and take ownership of a $66 billion mistake. Yeah. And so that's really hard to do, to back up and, and say that. <clears throat> the other thing is, um, they... <laughs> 
we have federal policies too that really support what we're doing. I mean, mm-hmm. it's also pouring money into the mm-hmm. state. So if you reverse course, all that money stops. So there are a lot of forces, and it's mostly, mm-hmm. frankly, I believe, wind and solar lobbyists mm-hmm. or people lobbying for the corporations getting the tax benefits that are pushing, 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 and everyone's delighted with the outcome until there's a disaster. Mm-hmm. So it'll happen, so, but not right now. I, I would think Greg Abbott would be um, friendly toward listening to this uh, plea for switching. Uh, is he not? Um, So I heard him give a speech here in Dallas on this topic, maybe just a few months ago. And he said several things that were very interesting. Number one, he said, Texans, as I speak, we're building out more capacity to generate more power. And of course, I'm thinking, why don't you name the type of energy that you're Mm -hmm. building out? Oh, yeah. It's wind. He's Ah, building more wind. Oh, my gosh. That's what he means. So I I didn't have a chance to raise my hand and say, excuse me. Um, but the other thing was, and uh. this is shocking, This I did not know this until Greg Abbott said it, and I do this all the time. Um, apparently in Texas and in most places, it is illegal to cut off the power in the middle of a power outage, if you're rolling the, the power, to hospitals, of course, right. police departments, mm-hmm. okay. um, fire departments, and downtowns. Well, mm-hmm. guess where it was legal to cut the power to? Power plants. It was perfectly fine to cut power to power plants that we're relying on to keep us alive in the middle Insanity. of a storm. Insanity. Is yeah. it still? Or did no, they fix that? that got changed. Okay. Oh, so okay. he assured Good. us that got fixed and it didn't cost us $1 to make that policy change. Jeez. So they were essentially rolling it to the areas, I, I am told by the people <laughs> who sat through the hearings down there, in West Texas, where they actually generate the power. They got cut first. I mean, how do you make mistakes like this? Okay, so so if your summer of doom happens as you're predicting, does this have election ramifications for Greg Abbott in the fall, do you think? Perhaps. I mean... I mean, it's not like I, Beto's going to go in and ride to the rescue <laughs> with a coal plant. No, but, no, no, but, no, no, but no. But Abbott no, could not. be held responsible and lose because of this. That's a really good point. And I'm... Because I haven't even thought about Greg Abbott's re-election chances. I assume they were fine. Hmm. Um, although there are some serious, serious um, election fraud issues that I could go into we don't have time for, I, s- I assume. But, um, yeah, yeah five, no, you're making seven. an excellent point. Mm. Jackie Daly Show. JackieDaly.com. Is yes. that the best place to That's go? That's right. Okay.